Hi guys. Hello. My name's Kate and I'm happy to be here and you're listening to the podcast. Happy to be here. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Are we feeling okay? Are we feeling not so okay? If you're not feeling okay, you know, I'm sorry you're going through that, but we will take, you know, we'll take a deep breath in and a deep breath out and we'll regulate our bodies. So we'll take four in now and then we'll do four out. So we'll do four in now. So Okay, and then four out. Okay, nice. And yeah, just do your breathing. And you know, I hope your day gets better. There's always tomorrow. And if you are having a good day, I'm really happy that you're here. And yeah, I'm happy you're joining us. It is Virgo season. Um, so I hope all you Virgos out there are having a good time. Fall's approaching. You know, that's always good. That's pretty much all the new things. And speaking of new things, I have a new guest on here with me today. I'd love everyone to give a nice big welcome to Lady Frankie. Hello. Hi. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. So how are you doing? What's what's going on? What's new? What are the new things? I just got my period today. So that's like like the newest thing I could think of. Um, yeah feeling good, feeling in my body, um, sitting here with my cat right now. So yeah. Can't oh, nice. What kind of cat do you have? Um, I have a little sphinx here. <gasps> gremlin. His name is Romeo. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. We both went to undergrad together, actually. And you studied business, right? Yes. Yeah, so I studied business. Um, I don't know. I um I guess that's kind of part of my story. Um, I'm the oldest of seven, so I always felt like it was my duty to go to college and like make some money. So I was like, I guess that means business, and so um, that's kind of where I landed. And then, yeah, yeah, I graduated um not too like May 2021. So you know, still navigating that whole thing. I mean, you said you studied English, oh. right? Yes, I did. I studied English at Illinois State, and I also kind of just picked something. Yeah. I was like, I like to read. We'll just see where this goes. Yeah. I, I right? think that's, how, that's literally how it goes. Yeah, and then I actually ended up doing, I minored in women gender studies, and I minored in economics, which is totally random. I never even used that. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, I feel like you just kind of find your way in college, you know. And um, are you first generation uh college student? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, nice. Was that like hard to navigate through Illinois State? Was there like a a big first gen population there? Um, there's there's um like an organization called Trio that was specific to first gen. Um, I feel like I don't want to. I guess my story's a more complicated like my mom was going to school while I was going to school mm -hmm. so it was like I guess I was still considered first gen but we it was like um yeah so my I don't know we kind of graduated at the same time but yeah it was it was nice like connecting with other people that were like that as well like yeah. Michael House call him Michael House but yeah yeah yeah, yeah Michael we were yeah, in the fashion Michael. show together yes cool <laughs> Yeah, yeah he's a lovely human he's very lovely very lovely yeah well yeah. that's kind of cool that you and your mom kind of went to college around the same time was it kind of nice like supporting each other in that way or was that like what, what was that experience like for you um I think we um 
we didn't really like talk as much in the beginning mm. of my college career, but I think as we like, I don't know, we both, I guess, kind of matured or like got older and fell, um, found like new ways to communicate and like lean on each other. I think it, maybe a lot of people can contest like when you're your first couple years of college, you're you you're still kind of reliant on like some guardian because you have your little dorm, but then you're like, mom, dad, you're still like calling. Yeah. So I think towards the end of college when you know you have your you might have your own apartment or you have your friends and your circles and things are more subtle it's like I guess there's like there's less room for friction I think with like mm-hmm. outside relationships so yeah I think that's I think that's how it- <laughs> yeah that's how that's how it is for me I feel like I just need to be like out of my parents house and then things just seem to get better you know <laughs> sometimes that space is necessary i agree i think yeah i guess i would i would encourage not to be like go to college but i think (laughs) in that way just as like a social experiment i think it just helps it helps you like i guess lean on yourself and like figure out what you actually like because you're not in the same bubble as you were in high school or like living in the same house with your parents so i think yeah 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 i totally agree So kind of going back to your like background in business, you have a different career now than what you originally started with. So I was Mm -hmm. wondering, and and you, and you dance currently. So yeah, that's, that's like the big career change, I guess. Um, But still relating to business. Um, I, so when I graduated, I, I was like, oh, like, I don't think I'm like a corporate baddie like I'll just do like I want to I don't know help people so let's try to meet in the middle not nonprofit. so then that was like I did um the summer after graduation I worked for two different um like nonprofit organizations but it just felt like it wasn't me or it just felt like friction and I ended up like literally walking out of both of them like because mm-hmm. I'm not I'm, I'm not good at the two-week notice I'm very like if I feel this now, like, I'm just gonna say it. And then like, if it go, however it goes, it's how it's supposed to go. Mm. I would like ride my bike to work. And like, tell myself affirmations. And it was like, I trust myself. I believe myself. Like, I like just so like, I I got to a point where I was like, well, I don't, I'm not crazy. I don't want to be here. So I just like walked out. Mm -hmm. Um, But then my second one, I was already I started dancing on the side. Um, It's like my little side hustle, just something I've always wanted to do because I already like knew how to pole dance Mm -hmm. Uh, so I was like oh I'm gonna try the strip club and see how I like it ended up really liking it and then like walked out of my second like big girl job because I was like well I have I have a little financial cushion and yeah I like this so yeah it felt more me like I'm sure you know your background in business kind of influences how you navigate the world as like you know uh doing pole dancing so have you kind of like taken some of those skills and brought them into your new career I think so I guess at least with I think a big I feel like it sounds so corny but like networking is kind of drilled into your head in the business community world um, or like business school I mean um and like going to events and showing up and like looking your best and having a good attitude and because you want you want people to like you so I think I mean, it's like in that sense, like sales essentially is, um, I don't know, every, I guess I don't want to speak for everyone, but like any dancer, a stripper is like, 
essentially a salesperson. So you're, you're trying to sell this experience or this, your time, like time that you're spent with people and like kind of the hustle culture a little bit is there too, like with sales or just the business. So. Yeah, I think that's a that's a really good tip. I feel like networking skills are just so good to have in general, and you can take them like anywhere in any sort of field. Um, it's funny too that you talked about like hustling. I feel like the ISU business like frat bro is all about like s- like such a hustling like little aesthetic. It's just so funny, you know. <laughs> yeah, like the kind of the grind. Thing. I don't know the grinding or just like. I think every, I think it's just, I think it's just simply because a lot of like, like white males tend to like major, well, I don't know. Okay. Maybe it's the other way around. A lot of what the college of business was, was white guys. And a lot of those white guys are in frat. So it, it just seemed like the pipeline to being like thinking that there's a hustler or something. Yeah. Or like, I'm going to make big bucks. Like I'm going to major this and make big bucks. I don't know. I thought the same, like that's like literally as a freshman it was like that's my that was what I the thought process so so yeah I, was, I would say you're right like it's a little hustly yeah but I mean now you're doing it you know you're actually doing it can we say the same about these finance frat bros who's to say I don't know yeah and too you were in the circus at ISU too right yes I was um I um I did aerials at the time or I did like acrobats and aerial stuff so um when the pandemic unfolded um like my senior year junior senior year um we were no longer meeting up to practice so um that's when I got a pole in my apartment because I felt like oh I could actually do I could stay fit whatever do my little aerial stuff and then I ended up really liking it I was like oh shit like I feel sexy like this is fun I like I can move I've always been in the yeah. dance I feel like it encompassed like everything that I liked um about circus and made it felt more me and so then that was like the pipeline I think to dancing at a club I think was just circus to performance and that's so cool um and I mean like you're very talented like I've seen your Instagram so the poll that you got in your apartment did you just like order it online or did you like go out and find one um I actually it was actually Michael House oh really (laughs) so funny yeah honestly I like if I could shout out anyone at this point like from my origin story is like Michael House honestly because I, I would go over he had one in his apartment and then I would go over there and I was like oh my god and then I think he got a new one or something gave away his old one and then my friends my best friends at the time my roommate surprised me on my birthday I think or something mm-hmm. they're like oh like we worked with got Michael I don't know it was everyone's was like here Keki they'll call me Keki but they're like here Keki here's a pull and so that was like my origin story yeah Michael House Oh, that's so cute. So you mentioned you worked for a nonprofit and you were doing the nine to five and then you transitioned into dancing full time. So I was wondering like what kind of helped you make that transition in your career path? Like, was it kind of a bunch of little things along the way? I know you said that you just realized you weren't like a corporate girly, but um, what kind of helped you get to where you are now? I feel like it sounds corny, but like the affirmations of just I feel like any any transition um in your life in general is just like not being scared to fail I think Mm -hmm. so like me me reiterate like me trusting myself and being like no I believe myself like I 
I, I want to take up space and I'm not going to, I don't care who, like, this is, you know, and just thinking that, like, my ideas weren't crazy. So I think that was, like, the big part of the transition. I, I, I feel like I could have quit the nine to five and, and been, like, a, I don't know, window cleaner. Like, it still would have been the same, like, motive, oh, like, should I do this? Should I do this? I feel like it still would have, you know, so I feel like while it was, like, yes, like, going from nine to five into stripping was, like, maybe drastic but I felt like the transition itself is just like just a little life lesson of me being like just try just try it I think any sort of transition to in, in sort of careers is difficult. My friend Jasmine, who've actually had in the show, she just uh, changed from being a vet tech to well, working in insurance. And so, you know, and it was it was kind of a, like a scary process for her. But, you know, I mean, she did it and she's doing great now. And I think I like what you said about the affirmations, too. I think just being sure of yourself just yeah. kind of helps you move forward in life in general um yeah jasmine yeah i think yeah i think it's just like uh, assuming jasmine is around the same age as us yes yes she's in her early 20s too cool so i think it's just like like taking grace with like knowing that like we like not any decision we make right now is like is that like I don't know like we, we we have time and space to just figure it out I think you know especially like if we are in a position where we're not like taking care of kids I guess I, go, I always go back to that because I'm like I, like I have a lot of siblings and I see yeah. that like, what that looks like or if you you know anyone in your family like has others to take care of or you have or I don't know like I like looking for or like picking out the things that like are pushing you along and not like holding you back like using that as momentum like wow I have free time to, to I don't know explore or like whoa I'm like so young and quirky and fun like I can just yeah. think of a new thing and try it and it's like no harm no foul so yeah I think that's cool about this time right now yeah you um, going going back to school like I don't know if that was also a trend I mean you said I think it's similar I don't know if your your undergrad is similar to your master's but I think it's a similar like decision making process, I guess. So. Yeah, yeah. I so for my field, unfortunately, I have to get a graduate degree to get like a full salary. Um, it's just you know, lovely little librarian like gatekeeping. You know how we a lot of careers tend to have you need a na- master's like yeah. psych. You need to have a master's. Um, yeah. but I mean, yeah. Oh, it was a transition for sure, and I mean. I was very scared of uh, failing and moving. And I live in, in, I live here, you know, I go to school in person and I could have done it online, but I really wanted to try something new. And I think, like you mentioned, that's the, the best part. I think about your early 20s is you can really like go and try new things and go to new places and, you know, just live there. Like, are you, are you from Chicago or are you from like a different area? No, I'm I'm from the Burbs, so like South mm. of the Burbs, Oswego. So oh, nice. Um, so yeah, so like around Naperville, Aurora, whatever. Um, yeah. So then I went to ISU, you know, blown out, and then I think immediately after graduation, I would say again, like that's a whole transition of like, oh my god, like I have to literally pack up my apartment right now because I'm getting like, cause I, cause I have to, and now I have to figure out like, do I move back to my parents? Do I just move like what do I do so I think that as well um but yeah that my decision was 
to just go to the city and figure it out. So I didn't have a plan. Mm-hmm. And I, just, I know I wanted to be gay as fuck. I just <laughs> and, like do whatever I want. So it was like, let's just try this. I Yeah, I was just like, I was like a host, hostess for a little bit. And then like, I was a barista for a day. I walked out of that too. And then I was like, oh, let me apply for real big girl jobs. And then, I don't know. It was just like, you know, I don't know. Just like a trust fall exercise. I feel like that's what I resonate with is just like not like it doesn't matter what you're doing or I don't know. I feel like at this age too, we're also like going to have our parents still in our ear a little bit or like our friends or I don't know. There's a lot of influence, especially like, I don't know, TikTok or just like social media. There's so many things like calling our our attention that I feel like it could be hard to just center ourselves and be like, what do I actually want to do? So I think that was like a really lesson for me. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, too. Um, And I actually haven't talked about that on my show before. It's just it's hard sometimes to really like tune in and listen to like what you want and what you think because Mm -hmm. like you mentioned you get so much input from others um i feel like i do get a lot of input from my parents about like what would be a good thing and my friends too and and sometimes it's really really helpful and then sometimes i think it can be kind of a little bit to your detriment you know when you're getting Mm -hmm. all this influx of advice and information yeah it it can be confusing if you like i think if if you don't have a like it's so corny but it's so true like if you don't have a strong foundation or like identity or something of like I think like a sense of self then like anyone's opinion could just like blow it all over like tip it over just like I don't know mud make the water muddy or whatever just like yeah so I think yeah you're right yeah (laughs) yeah um so I was so speaking of, you know, your career in stripping. So what's your favorite part about like performing and being a dancer? I think like just that, like performing and being a dancer, like literally, yeah. I, I I don't know. I feel like I, I've been called like I literally I don't know why. Well, I know why I've been called a stripper or like, I don't know. I, this has been a part of my identity, I think, for a while. It's just being like this, like being sexual and like expressive in my body or just like just kind of being the sexual being and like also wanting to like entertain and perform so I think it I think right now it's really cool that I can I get to do that um I think right now um like stripping and dancing at a club is supporting my like creative like dreams about just being a performer and like I don't know being an experience for people to watch I think that's really cool to me and so um like being a dancer I um also I get to pick my own schedule and mm-hmm. like pick in like whenever I come in so I think aside from like the mushy part like that's just really cool that I can just decide weekly when I want to go in um but that allows me to like choose when I have gigs and like put gigs over like precedent over um, going into the club to work. So I think it's really flexible in that way too. Yeah. I, I think the creative aspect is so cool too. Like, um, and just like, you know, like picking out an outfit to just present yourself in. And I really liked what you said too, about like, you know, being an experience. I think that's just like a lot of what performing is, is it's just like a moment, you know, Mm -hmm. in time that people just are watching and observing. I think that's so cool. Thank you. I, um, lately or 
yeah, lately I um I have been trying to instill like a rule when I perform that there are no phones allowed. Like there you cannot record me. Like you mm -hmm. cannot take this ex I'm like, this is the experience right now. One, because I'm like, okay, like A, like buy a ticket, like this is your chance. You know, you have to you have to be there to see it, but also like I just want it to feel I, I think my favorite part is just like the energy in the room. I mean, like mm -hmm. I think stripping is definitely a lot more it's so much more than just like being on stage and like twerking and all the like glamorized stuff. It's definitely mm -hmm. like it's not always empowering and it's not always like fun by any means, but like th this performance and experience aspect where you connect with people, I think that's like my favorite part. Yeah. So for you, like creatively, what's the difference between like, you know, going to the club and um, stripping versus like doing like a gig or a performance? Um, well, I think the gigs are for me. Mm -hmm. performance I it's for me and then going to work is like for the money I think like yeah. like anything else um and yeah I mean sometimes like I, I mean like I guess in general like w w I guess like the connections like sometimes um people aren't always as respectful as you want them to be because not everyone is exposed to like I don't know beautiful women taking off their clothes you know every day so like for me it's it's normal and it's like sacred and it's like not normal but like it's luxurious and it's coveted and it's sacred and it's like I, I feel like there's an understanding um that like you should be respected in that space but then for for others um whether it's a performance gig or just a strip club like that's not always respected but I would say like yeah the difference is like I think maybe how I don't know that's handled with the approach or just like I guess the angle, like the club is, I'm trying to, I'm trying to hustle, you know, I'm trying to get, get it, my money and go home. Yeah. You know, like everybody else. But then the gig is like, I want to, I want to feel it and I want to remember it. And I want to like have this experience to like take home and not forget it. Oh, that's cool. Um, Have you met like a lot of other queer people in your field? Yes, actually. Um, Yeah. I've been really, really fortunate Um, of meeting a lot of, cool people I think one of my my best friends like that I've made this summer or this past year has been I met them at the club and I guess just like being myself they kind of clocked me like are you like are you get and they're like yeah yeah and they're like okay cool because I actually run this underground um queer strip club like maybe you could perform for me and I'm like no fucking way and so now um I'm actually one of the co-organizers of this queer underground strip club which is like so I was this is probably one of the more exciting things I was excited to talk about um so it's called the click clack club and essentially it's um it's a mutual aid organization so we host and throw parties and shows and we hire like performers um yeah to just make some money and have a good time um with like people in our community and be in a safe space where they feel like it's not you know it's not a club for men and it's not a club for it's just like where we could, I don't know, pr provide some employment to people and mm -hmm. donate the money that we make and just like, I don't know, share, share an experience together. So yeah, I think that's been like a part of my, I don't know, coming of age story in my career and like dancing in my queerness. And it's really, really cool. And you should check it out. Yeah. <laughs> that is so fucking cool. Like just that is like I'm so the next time I'm in town, I'm so gonna go. Yes. Um 
Because, like, like you said, um, you know, in like a quote unquote like strip club, it you know, it's like made for you know straight men, yeah, and it's yeah. not always a safe space, you know. No, I mean, like, even I mean, like, even if I if I even told, I don't know, like, I definitely sometimes I'll play up like with the guys that work. I'm like, oh, I'm bi, hee hee. But like, if you walked around and you're like, um, I'm fucking lesbian, like what do you do you want to dance like they're gonna be like uh no like they yeah. want to like th- this like the male strip club is about the male ego like many things it's about male pleasure and so i'm like these it's great to be in a space that like doesn't center male pleasure and i i personally have stopped saying male validation because i don't think that exists i think the word is male pleasure because i feel like if we said it if we said what it was this is a whole other conversation like i can get a tangent on but if we said what it was then we'd be able to like I feel like we'd be able to acknowledge like female pleasure and then mm. that would actually hold more weight than like this like foreign thing. But anyway, anyway. Yeah. So this 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 queer space is like like you said, like it's it's not about the the male gaze, the male pleasure. So it's really cool to like I don't know, like we can all enjoy this really cool, sexy, luxurious experience together mm-hmm. and and like that's it. Like there's no there's no catch, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can go on that tangent if you want. I think that's really interesting. I've never heard of that before, you know, doing male pleasure versus male validation because it's so true. And I think, too, validation just feels like a very final term. But I feel like male pleasure is something that we can, like, move past. Kind of dissect. Yeah, dissect. Yeah, move move past sounds even better. (laughs) But, yeah, (laughs) debunk. I don't know. Like, yeah. But, no, yeah, because I feel like when you when it I feel like when we call it male validation and I and I'm just I'm just pulling this out of my ass this is really just I was eating cereal and I was like oh my god it's fuck male pleasure that's what it is but I but um I feel like when we like I feel like to make something valid like is questioning its existence so I and then if we say like oh like I'm putting this dress on for male validation right but then but I'm like either what I, I don't know I feel like it questions the like like no, it like it's male pleasure that we're that it is. It's like yeah. there so that they can feel good. So it's not about whether they see us or they validate our existence, but like whether they get a fucking kick out of it. So I'm like, if we call it what it is, then I feel like we're able to like, then maybe female pleasure wouldn't be so taboo, you know? Then that we could yeah. just like, which is a whole other thing, you know? I don't know. It's just, yeah. Oh, it, like, yeah. not I'm still like you know this is like the beginning stages of like getting excited about the rest of this conversation that I is still to develop but yeah it's yeah just, I just yeah and especially I think working in I mean like sex work I don't know maybe I think it's fair to say like I've developed a little like hatred hatred towards you know male pleasure or like mm-hmm. male, like the male gaze or whatever so I think um yeah so I'm like fuck that and I'm really to circle back to the click like club I'm really glad that's like an outlet to actually like still do what I love and men don't have to be there oh like, yeah for sure because like I mean I I'm a lesbian and you know for me I feel like I can't escape 
men sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, even as a as a lesbian, as a lesbian, you, I, you, you would think you would think, think. Like, you would think. Hey, I don't have makeup on. Hey, I shave my head. You know, I I look like. Tell me, I look like a boy. No, you still like. It's still about you. Somehow, you still found a way to make this about you. Yes. Like, like you think it doesn't matter. It's so. It's so in a, like just exhausting you know as we get heated and talk about like oh like this this I would like to call it rage because I feel like that's another thing that I I really enjoy about performing is that like I feel like as like femme presenting people or just as as not being a cis man I'll just say like that yeah not being a, a cis man like it you're not allowed to be you know express rage or be or anything that deviates from like how they see non cis man right so so I think with performing I'm like my last my last couple um shows I've I've danced into like system of the down and like metal and like it was like bodies drowning pool and I feel like those are the only times that I could literally just fucking go crazy and like and just be angry and just like like slam the ground and like and look and just be psycho and like it's not like I don't know like I'm like I I don't I, I just when do we get to just be we just have to like sit here and and talk and talk about them but never like like what if we talk to them I feel like I don't know jeopardize or say I don't know just just like man just to just jump on the man hating um oh yeah that's the I've been on that ride for so long just to like (laughs) give that some I don't know wait but but yeah I feel like the performing provides an outlet performing in these queer um spaces gives me an outlet to like i don't know yeah like like deal with like men in society because i feel like they're so inescapable (laughs) literally literally and i like what you said too about like we're not allowed to express rage i feel like it's so men who hate women can just openly hate women and they're still acceptable in society they still have social media platforms you know they still oh my god i can't even don't even want to say his name andrew tate sometimes i'll like be submit i will like appear i don't know i'm scared yeah literally i think my sometimes if i'm having a bad day i genuinely and this is hater behavior i'll admit it but like i genuinely think like i think i'd feel so much better if i could just give andrew tate like a punch in the face like i do think that i do i just oh my god i just can't believe that i just cannot believe they're ex- allowed to exist yeah i just (laughs) literally and then when we say that we hate men or that we don't feel comfortable or safe it's it's seen as such like a brash out there crazy statement and it's just it just goes to show you you know how it's acceptable for certain people with privileged identities to exhibit anger and then for people with marginalized identities how it's not okay you know and how it's not acceptable you know when it should be because it's not because I think I think when you like deviate from male pleasure I think that's like I feel like that's the root of it I don't know like maybe I don't know I'm on like my first bell hooks book so I don't know shit about shit but like I'm I'm like I I can't wait to like keep going into this conversation about pleasure and like Mm -hmm. a women finding community and all this stuff but like yeah it's just I, I really I just feel like it's really about male pleasure. I'm like, why would you want, I, I was just having this conversation with 
my mom actually or just like yeah. men wanting I, this is yeah men wanting submissive women or wanting us to like not express it's like if you were if your sense of self like was like I don't know fulfilled then you wouldn't need to rely on like someone that isn't like you wouldn't need like you why would you you wouldn't need some submissive person to like I don't know to make you feel better if you were full but all men are straight men are gay anyway so that's my <laughs> that's a whole other thing <laughs> I mean kind of true kind of true obsessed with each other. <laughs> I they're so obsessed with each other they're obsessed with and they're also just like peacocking each other like they just want to be like look at me I'm so big and strong <laughs> you know that's really how it goes yeah, so like guys like no one like we're here for you like the community has open arms like we're not <laughs> ready but like can we not just can we not like hurt others in the process I yeah yeah, <sighs> yeah. oh man anyway. well Anyways, away from them. So do you identify? Yes, sorry. Yeah, I know you're good. Um, I was just going to say, so do you identify as a lesbian then? Or what do you identify as in the community? Um, I, this is a complicated question for me. I, I don't, I, sometimes I'm like. No label's cool too, you know? Yeah, you know, I'm like, ah, like when I go, I feel like I go in circles about it. So I'm like. I don't care. Like, I just don't care. I'm like, I, I'm okay. I will say that my little sister, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be saying this. My sister asked me like, oh, oh, would you ever marry a man? And I was like, I'm a slut, but I'm not fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I could imagine, like, I could imagine like, sure. Like, <laughs> I'm like, sure. Eiffel Tower. Like it's not, it's on my bucket list. Like, maybe. <laughs> But, like, I'm not going to settle. Why would I, like, why would I, like, limit? But, but like, I'm, again, I'm not a fucking idiot. So, no, like, I, I, I so I see myself, I see myself, <laughs> I see myself, like, ending, like, I see a lovely, beautiful life with a woman or, or like, just not a, not a man. Yeah. More, more what I mean. Um, But, yeah, I guess I'm just, like, I, I think also, like, I don't know, I guess being in sex work, like, kind of complicates things for me because I'm, like, well, like. I, I don't ever want to feel guilt for enjoying things you know and yeah. I also sometimes I'm like you know what? I don't really have the capacity to like unpack this right now so I'm um, like not right now but just like when I when I think this over yeah and so I think yeah if it's I, I just feel like anything that's like stressing me out like that um yeah I just don't want to I don't want to I feel I feel like if I identified with lesbian and I was like oh, well, am I a lesbian if I kind of enjoyed, like, I, I kind of had a good time mm. with this guy in the private room at, you know, at the, at the strip club, and, like, maybe I kind of liked it, and I'm like, well, that's work, and I don't know, I just, it, it gets kind of muddy, so I'm just like, fuck this, like, maybe, maybe pan, like, I, in the vibes, like, but then yeah. I'm like, whatever, I'm just like, I don't care, I'm a slut, but I'm not crazy, that's my thing. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a great identity, I think it's a great label that's a not label you know yeah. um and sexuality is fluid and complicated and yeah. and then you know you throw in gender identity and then it's a yeah. whole other thing yeah because yeah, i don't ever want you know i don't ever want like a trans man to feel excluded i don't want yeah. trans woman to feel excluded. i don't ever want like anyone to not feel like i don't know so yes yeah, sometimes i feel like labels are for other people and i'm like well i 
I know myself, but I get how it could be affirming to others. So yeah, it's all whatever you feel. Right. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, for me, sometimes, well, it was really hard for me to, like, figure out, like, how I wanted to, like, identify, and what made it hard, too, is, like, I would think a guy was, like, attractive, when really, I just wanted to look like him, or at least, like, I think I was just jealous, too, because, like, for men, it's so easy to get women, and, you know, for queer women, it's, like, you can't just like walk up to a girl and ask for her phone number. Like not all the time, like in certain spaces, it's like very safe. Like if you're at a queer club at a queer strip club or like a queer space, but like, you know, or, and the geological area you're in, you know, Chicago's very queer friendly, but like, Mm -hmm. if you're in the South, you, you know, you have to be more careful and yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's complicated out here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's very complicated and I also I also feel like privileged to just to like explore it and just feel like it's it's complicated like even have the time I think and capacity to like like sit down myself and like try new things or I don't know like you said like Chicago is very queer friendly or like you know I, I feel like in some places not even just Illinois or like around the world like we like not everyone gets gets to like question their I don't know not that it's like I'm not saying it's like oh so fun to question your identity I mean but I think I I think curiosity is very like I don't know I think curiosity is kind of a privilege like not to go there but I'm like I, I in the sense of like oh I could like who am I and being able to like just think figure that out is is like sweet and so i just yeah yeah i think so i think exploring is very fun and just you know figuring figuring yourself out can be very fun and liberating in a way for sure um so speaking of dating so how has that been kind of navigating that with your career i feel like there's a stigma that like strippers or maybe it's just in movies but i guess that's that's what a stigma is um like that strippers can't like keep a man or like strippers can't like or like you know like yeah they're they're just they only care about their money or something like they're whores or whatever but I'm like I I wouldn't say that's like completely affected me I would I mean I guess like the schedule like my schedule is like nine to five but except like 9 p.m to 5 a.m so I'm Mm. like sleep till one or two I don't know so I think conflicting schedules is sometimes like a dating maybe like annoyance um but I would say like honestly it's been kind of hard feeling like like when it comes to sexual chemistry with people Mm. I wouldn't say it's hard to feel that but I I've noticed that like I'm kind of it's I it's my job to perform sexual chemistry I think in my opinion um and so I think sometimes I'm like wait like am I still in this mode like I'm oh. like wait you could drop the like you could drop the character girl like you could or like oh wait you could I don't know so I think navigating like my own sexual expression mm. has been a little like something that I'm still like I guess you know curious about or questioning just like yeah and also just like you're kind of like, like when you perform 
sexy all the time sometimes I'm like I don't even feel I don't as much as I like like you like can you just not think I'm sexy like can you Mm. just get over this like can you get over like my perfect tits I'm sorry like I just like I hear it all the time like I'm just kind of like bored like I don't know I'm just so I think sometimes I feel yeah I feel like that on my end but I feel like not in a way that's no one's really judgy or anything but sometimes it's hard to connect to like the nine to fivers um they're like yeah I'm like yeah they're like oh how was work and I've I had to tell people like can we not ask that like unless you want to go unless you want to have like a therapy session with me like like this is not like it's not I'm not gonna be like oh good like I don't know for I don't know it's just like it's not the same so so yeah just boundaries I think yeah yeah have you had to kind of like figure out where that line was with you with boundaries and like obviously compared to like you know what you used to do like how has that been setting boundaries has that been a process um I think I guess I think like maybe dancing or like at the club like sex work in general like you kind of have to it's forced me to like stick up for my like have boundaries and mean them and like trust what I say and not I love people or specifically men to gaslight me out of them so I'm like um I think that's just helped me like curate a sense of self where I like can set boundaries and not feel bad about them so I think it's been okay like I think that's been one of like the positives for me and my identity of like whether you want to call it like glamorize and be like girl boss like hustle you like yes queen I feel like I've just been I feel more like empowered in my own I don't know like boundaries and word and like keeping my word and or like sticking up for myself in that way so I think that's been pretty cool yeah I don't know I think dating like I think maybe anyone just as like an an advice thing like you know like not compromise your boundaries because I think the quote-unquote right person or right people I don't know would respect them so so yeah 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 and I'm sure like in in your line of work like you have to set those two for safety reasons you know and just like in general and you know and dating I I totally agree like boundaries are so important and I don't know it can be hard to set boundaries sometimes but you know you really have to do it whether it's for your own safety or just like emotional reasons you know it's Mm-hmm. we all we all gotta do it at some point you know yeah 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 like I used to be a people pleaser and so it took me a while to like learn how to set boundaries and not feel bad I feel like I, I talk with my friends all the time of like because it's hard even like going back to the parent thing and everyone's opinions advice whatever just like it's like at the end of the day like I think sometimes you, you like you literally have to prioritize yourself or or like you'll end up resenting people I think yeah. like or like you could you know like if I don't know I don't know if you've ever felt that like in the people pleasing tendencies I think we've all been there maybe I think it maybe depends on how you grew up or like yeah how you were you know taught to like you know keep the peace or talk to like win approval from your parents or just feel seen or whatever it was like I think that can carry in a relationship so it's like oh yeah I think the resentment one for sure when I when I first started dating a woman um 
it was it was weird because I felt like I put up with a lot of stuff that I wouldn't have put up with men before. And mm-hmm. for me, putting up with all of this stuff, I started to really resent that person. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think when you compromise yourself over and over and over again, um, you just, yeah, you just start to resent people. Um, and too, I think once you kind of mature, I think I've, I've matured a lot over those, over the past few years. And I feel like for me, if I'm going to put myself in a situation and I'm going to not set boundaries, then it's not fair for me to like resent someone. So I think, now what I do is instead of doing that like terrible cycle of just like me compromising myself, getting upset about it, getting mad, getting mad at the other person, I just set that boundary. And then I'm like, this, this is, and then I, and then the cycle stops, you know? And then like you said earlier, if that person's really your friend or they're really like a good partner for you, like they will respect that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, I also like, I've been learning a lot about, um, I guess maybe this is excluded in sex work, but like sometimes boundaries are not just like, you cannot say this to me anymore, but more like, I'm not gonna like, like understanding you can't like, ultimately you can't control people. So like if someone's crossing boundaries, like you have a responsibility to like step away, like a boundary is like, like more like, Oh, I will not like, I will not put myself in these situations or I will not, I don't know. I feel like sometimes taking taking back like the power in the situation has helped me and, and yeah. I don't know. Instead of like getting mad at someone who keeps crossing your boundaries and then you eventually are like, Well, I I don't know. Stepping away. And then like that always I don't know. It, no, it I think that's a great point. Perfect world, it would just be like butterflies and we wouldn't have to do boundaries and everyone would just like right (laughs) i'm gonna just be a decent human being (laughs) um i totally agree too about setting boundaries with yourself i made a decision i'm not gonna date whether it's casually or seriously i'm not gonna date any more people with avoided attachment styles like i'm not (laughs) i'm not doing that ever again ever again i cannot with avoided people i cannot um and if, if they're an earth sign too, they're an earth sign, <gasps> they're avoidant, they're emotionally detached, run away as fast as you can. Oh my god! <laughs> it's that true. personal, wow. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, earth signs are just, I don't know, they're usually just kind of like, like that, but yeah, no more avoidant. No more avoidance. Oh, Can't do it anymore. No. Do I make you a rundown? Yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. So avoidant people are people who usually feel really good at first in the relationship. And then the fear starts kicking in. So all of these attachment styles are based on fear. So with avoidance, once the fear starts kicking in of vulnerability, maybe fear of being trapped, um, could be a lot of things. Yeah, they'll start to pull away. And they will, they'll not text you. They might be really like, they just might be dicey about making plans. They might just, even just like, um, like affection will just decrease. Like a lot of avoidance I've dated, I've noticed like, you know, in the beginning, they're like, oh my God, hey, gorgeous, like, good morning. Like, or they're like, I like you so much. And then once the avoidant kind of, it kicks in, it's like all that kind of goes away or it's like really minimal. Um, and then with anxious attachment, um, 
I feel like anxious attachments are just anxious the whole time. They're so afraid of being left. Aww. Yeah, so they're afraid of being left, so they cling on. And a lot of them need, like, reassurance, like, that you're not going to leave them. I'm not like that. Well, I, I don't say it to the other person. I'm not like, oh, my God, do you still like me? Like, I'm not insane like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they're just constantly afraid of being left um, or just, like, having the other person change up. So I think a lot of dating – and I was thinking about this the other day. A lot of dating is based in fear, I think. That's a really – wonderful point <laughs> right yeah I oh, wow I'm like do I get into this yeah. yes get into it what do you yeah. think yeah no yeah I am um, that's a good point wow that's crazy yeah um so I have to make it con- have a confession <gasps> an earth sign and I am also avoid it yeah <laughs> well, I guess I would think so I feel like I I don't know but I I guess I, God I'm so right I'm so right all you earth signs don't want to be with anyone why no I don't know why I'm just I'm like I don't know I just like my space and I'm like mm. we could date but I want to develop trust and like yeah. I, I feel like it takes time so I'm like I just don't sometimes when someone's very like hey Gigi Gorge like hey I'm like I'm like I don't know but I'm like I don't (laughs) I'm like okay but okay girl okay boo like I'm I'm with you but I'm I'm now I'm on now I'm on edge is that literally just like the quote unquote (laughs) I don't know but, but at least I guess the difference well, I don't know. At least I'm not like I'm not like I'm headstrong and then I detach. I'm like, whoa, that's fucking crazy. I feel like I'm very transparent. Like I feel like I I would rather just tell you and be straight up. I feel like that's my I don't know. I guess like I'll be like, hey, I don't really I'm not gonna just like wean off and ghost or like I'm very like, hey, I need some t- space right now. Like I'll call you this, I'll call you Friday, like or whatever. Like Oh, that's good. Yeah. I feel like I don't know. But I feel like I've also gotten in previous. But I'm like, that was college. That was college. I'm a new but I'm like that I'm like, I don't know, hard to I, I don't really give if it takes me a while to like wanna give affection and be touchy and stuff. Yeah. I mean, but, I think that's normal. Like building that up. Yeah. Um well, I, I've dated some people like casually where they've hit you with like the good morning, beautiful text, like right away. And that is so intimate to me. So that like throws me off. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Like we're doing this now, you know? Yeah, and like, then- oh, so we're on this level. Okay. Like, so you try to match their energy. Yeah. I don't know. And know? then they're, and then they get scared and they, and go, then oh. as soon as you, yeah, mm. See, I don't know. I'm, you know, the good morning text phenomenon is yeah. just like, number one, so extra, like every single day. And then if you, no, when, when you stop doing it, that then it's, so- it's just like, it's just a lose-lose situation, I think. Yeah, I no, yeah, I think I recently, well, I was, I was like texting someone, oh. but I'm not like, I, I don't really care to do that, but I was just like, mm. okay, like wow they're asking very they're asking great questions like I'm gonna answer and then I was like I feel like I I was like oh I I I just hate sitting on my phone like that and I'm Mm. I don't know if this is avoidant but I'm like I'd rather I I enjoy kind of missing people and like Mm kind of daydreaming about like I wonder what they're doing and then like actually getting to see them and I'm like wow like how was your week and like let's get into it and so I feel like 
I don't know. I just don't want to. I think that's valid. I don't know if that's like avoidant, but I'm just like, don't. I'm also like, don't talk to me. I, I like the TikToks that are like, her sons, me like, like, I want you to be obsessed with me, da, 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 but also like, leave me alone. <laughs> I guess I'm kind of like, I guess I feel like you were kind of on to something. Perhaps. Perhaps. Um, I'm seeing someone right now who's a Virgo. So yes, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Well, speaking up. So now, everyone, it's time for my favorite part of having a new guest on. I'm going to guess Lady Frankie's zodiac chart. I'm going to guess your sun, your rising, and your moon. And I was really good. The last episode I just recorded, I got all of them right. <gasps> You're I right. know. <laughs> sometimes that happens, and then sometimes I get them all wrong. Right. Like, you mentioned you're an earth sign. I was a sun sign. I was almost going to guess you were a fire sun at first. But I now. I appreciate <gasps> that, but it's, there's one in there. Okay. Like, I don't know if I'm allowed to give hints. No, you're not. No, no hints. Okay. Well, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if you are a Taurus sun because I'm, I, <laughs> I feel like you're a Taurus. I do. I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna guess. Cause okay, so there's Virgo, Taurus, and then Capricorn. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel Capricorn. But well, you could be a Capricorn. No. Okay. Are you Taurus? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew you were Taurus. <laughs> okay. I now I think. I think you're fire. I think you've a rising fire sign. And I think, are you Sagittarius rising? <gasps> are you Leo rising? <gasps> yeah, Leo rising. <laughs> that, make, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. <laughs> okay, moon sign. The moon signs are always so hard to guess. Yeah, they're I don't, so. I really <sighs> you. you. Oh, do you know? I do know. Okay, okay. good. good. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't think you have a water moon placement. I'm thinking you, I'm, I'm wondering if you have fire again, but you, but I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I think, oh, are you a Gemini moon? What are you? What's your moon? Taurus moon. You have two Taurus placements? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, and you're Leo like, rising. Can you roast me or something? Like, can you just like make my day and tear me apart? Like, I don't know. That <laughs> well, happens on the show. The last, the last um, girl I saw that was a Taurus, I actually met her in in Boys Town in the club, yeah. and I was a little tipsy when I met her, and I dated a Taurus for a while, like like. One summer, then another summer, I went back to the same, the same person, and they're a non-man, and it didn't end super well. And so I I met this girl, and she said she's a Taurus, and I was like, "You Tauruses don't know what you want." And and I was like, I never thought I'd see her again, honestly. And then we started like kind of casually dating, and she brought that up like like weeks later. So and I do think it's true though. I don't think you guys know what you want sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. You seem very. You seem partner. like you know. Oh well, yeah. But yeah. just Tauruses in general. But I think your 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 Leo probably cements you in your what you want. Hmm. Yeah. I would say. 
I guess when my friend was asking me like what are you looking for maybe this maybe you're right I was just like well I'm not looking I think let's start there I'm like okay 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 it's like (laughs) I'm like well I'm not looking but I think I wouldn't I would just want something that like that feels easy I don't I'm not really I don't know that just feels like I don't know I just feel like things that are meant for me have just kind of I've it just feels easy I'm not I don't feel like I have to contemplate and be like oh is this right or is this Mm. oh like what does this mean dissect text or dissect interactions I just want to I just feel like it'll I'm not saying it's like oh love at first sight this whole thing but I just feel like I want it to feel like it fits so I I guess I'm not I I don't particularly feel like I don't know I'm yeah I mean it's valid I feel very I don't know I feel very settled like with me and my two cats and I just I feel like anything I'm like, is this like, is this like corporate hustle or like Andrew Tate? Or I'm like, anyone that's in my life needs to like add to my life. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like I'm good. And I have a lot of, I don't know. I like my friends. And yeah. So maybe yeah. I don't know what I want. I, don't- <laughs> I mean, hey, that's okay. I think, you know, I think, I think you're valid. I'll, you can, I'll, I think you're a good Taurus. I accept you. Yeah. I'm open to like experiencing I think I, I'm in, I'm I think I'm in the dating scene to like experience new like people and everything yeah. like I I've never really dated anyone that was poly before mm-hmm. and so my or poly and partnered so I think we're all like I'm like solo poly where I'm just like doing I, I just consider doing whatever I want yeah like whatever I want like I feel like that's my little maybe that's my Taurus Leo comma where I'm like whatever but I so so I'm just like that's what I, I want to be <laughs> I'm like I just want to I just want to date whoever and like what I want like there's no question like if you have any questions yeah. take it up to like my assistant I do whatever I want. <laughs> I'm sorry but but yeah um first little um they're anyway they're partners so like it's a new thing for me where I'm like oh mm-hmm. there's really, like you don't expect anything from me like you're literally just trying to hang out I don't know yeah. I feel like a lot of people when they approach me or a dating, it feels very like motive. And that's why I feel like, I, I don't know about you, but I'm not on any dating apps personally. I feel like exhausted by them. So I don't know. I just feel like meeting up. I don't know. Meeting up with someone and being like, Hey, like I want this to work out. Like, how are you? Like, I, I don't know. It just feels very like, I don't know you. And then I, I've met up with people and I'm like, this is not what I thought you'd be like. And it's kind of mm. crazy. We just like, I mean, it's cool, but I'm like, we show up to like, things with people we saw on the screen and it's just kind of like whoa I don't know I mean I use tinder and I use bumble yes but um well and for me it's it's hard it's hard to meet people on the street as like a lesbian like it doesn't I have met people in person but it's it's just really hard but I've had a lot of actually successful relationships and situationships with um tinder um and i do i love dating i really do i'm i'm a casual dater um i'd be open to something serious in the future but it's just not what i want right now and i just love getting to know people but um i mean i don't love dating apps it's not like i'm like yeah. yay like yeah. let's see who's on here like it's it's like more it. of it's more of like a means to like meeting people as i see it yeah. um i think if I, you're intentional about like anything i feel like that's 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 it I feel oh yeah oh and too hyper scrolling looking like I don't know 
Well, and I feel like, like, I go on there to, like, meet people and go on dates. Like, some people go on there to, like, get purely validation, to just, like, see who thinks they're hot, and then they just, that's it. Which is, like, I'm not trying to judge with the people. It's part of the trick. It's part of it. It's, like, the app is designed, you know what I mean? Like, part of the experience, so I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think we matched on Tinder. We have? I'm pretty sure (laughs) we did. Probably. I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm close to Chicago when I'm home. I'm like, I feel like, yeah. <laughs> it was it was a while ago, though. I don't it think was. it was recent. No, yeah. 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 Well. Say lovey. Yeah, say lovey. <laughs> cool. Right? Well, you, well um, where, am I, where am I meeting? Where the fuck am I meeting people? Oh, well, I guess. Yeah, where do you meet people today if you don't use dating apps? Um, it, I think p- Instagram. I feel like. Mm, yeah. I just see people post their hot friends and I'm like, jackpot. Like, this is. <laughs> thank you. Now I can follow them. And so then it's like, hey, you just like, you know, you start a little hearting their story. Yeah. You know, it's a whole fucking game. But I'm like, I think that's cool. Or like, you know people you know the whole slide in the dms thing so i think that's cool and i feel like instagram kind of gives you i don't know you know you get their little pro it's like a dating without it coming off as like these are my i mean social media is still a little like curated but Mm -hmm. i don't know you can kind of see get a vibe on their instagram also i've been going to like slow-mo events i don't know if you oh what's that oh oh, um it's like a, it's like a queer, it's like a ticketed event, but it's a, it's just like a party at sleeping, essentially just a party. There's a DJ, mm-hmm. um, like vendors, a bar, like it's like really for lesbians <gasps> people. And so I, I just been meeting, that's where, yeah, you just like get to meet all these like hotties and like make friends. And I don't know. I mean, like, of course, like you have to put yourself out there, which is like, yeah, dating, you know, like women loving women are not like taught how to you know maybe pursue the same one that men are but I feel like that's like the cool thing I don't know that we that's can, so cool we can connect like not like how a man would but anyway yeah, yeah there's events like that I don't know you said you're in Champagne, right yes but I I I'll be home in December and then also for Thanksgiving as the yeah. casual kids schedule yeah so um I want I mean there's one I could I could like send it to you on Instagram. There's one like at once a month, honestly. Um, and then like the next time we have, I think we'll have the Click Click Club. We're doing a Halloween show, and then we might do our next one, maybe New Year's Eve. Yeah, maybe, like a ball drop like party. That's so fun. Like, vibe like I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, so like if you're around for that, that that'd be so cool. Yeah, I'd love to go. That sounds so fucking cool. Um. Well, it has been such a pleasure having you on the show. I'm so glad you were able to come. Yes. Thank you for reaching out. This has been fun. Of course. Well, before we go, of course, I will ask you because I ask everyone, uh, why are you happy to be here? Whether that's in life right now in this moment, it's really up for you to interpret. I'm happy to I don't know, get to talk about the things that I, I love. And I'm, I feel really grateful and privileged to just explore that every day. And be at home right now with my little cat so yeah yeah thank you um okay guys that's all i got for you bye